Parapods, City of Parramatta Libraries podcast about libraries, all things books, and um, particularly current books. And today we're going to be looking at three um, new books that have arrived at our library in recent, you know, this year, starting from this year and maybe going back a year or so, that look at various um, commentators, journalists, actually, and, and reporters. So, um, look, uh, I want to introduce, I'm Catherine, and I want to introduce Nissa, my colleague, and Yi. Hello. Thank you for being with me today, ladies. Look, um, we're talking, as I said, about journalism, some of these fascinating books that are coming through to the library that are talking about truth, fake news, social media, the 24-hour news cycle. Um, they look at, you know, incomplete news and we're using, um, well, I might actually ask my colleague Yi to um, list the three books that we're going to be talking about today. Yi, please. Today we are going to talk about three fantastic books from Parramatta City Library. The first book is On Air by Mac Carlton. Mac Carlton is one of Australian best known media figure. He has been radio TV news current affair reporter, foreign correspondent, radio host and newspaper columnist. The second book we're going to talk about The First Casualty by Peter Grester. He is Australian foreign correspondent. He travelled all over the world to most dangerous country to report frontline news uh, before he made himself headline um, following his uh, rest in Egypt. The last book we're going to talk about Seymour Hirsch, reporter. He won dozens of uh, prizes, including Pulitzer Prize, through his uh, famous book, uh, Me Lie. And so, Nisa, you are reading currently on air. Mm -hmm. How is the book? Yeah, look, um, Mike Carlton's book, I'm reading at the moment, as you said. Uh, it's really interesting. I, I mean, obviously I've heard of Mike Carlton. He's such a well-known figure. He's a media personality. Um, you know, he's a radio commentator, a journalist, a uh, satirist. So he's been well-known across the Australian media landscape over the last several decades. And... Um, what I found really interesting about it is the fact that it gives such a... I mean, it, it's about a memoir of a journalist. However, I mean, he's so much more than that. Because he's such a big media personality and has worn many different hats within the media landscape, he's come across so many different figures that started off during his time in the media and then have grown to, like, bigger things from there. I mean, he was around for the rise of Andrew Denton, um, Alan Jones, John Laws, Stan Zemanek... Uh, Peter Fitzsimons, Rupert Murdoch before the days where he, you know, moved into the UK and um, American uh, media landscape. Kerry Packer, Kerry notably. Packer. Yeah, so another big figure in the Australian media landscape. So he was around for all of that and seeing it through his eyes, the rise of all these figures, uh, was really interesting. Um, also about the stuff, because the book sort of is a memoir and it begins with his, well, really you know his parents lives and then his childhood um and then going you know right up to the present day you get a really great i mean peter um sorry uh, mike carlton is i think he's in his early 70s so you get a view of a very different australia throughout the seven decades like what it was like when he was young sectarianism was such an important 
like uh, such a such a big thing in Australian society. It was society. an issue, yeah. Yeah, which is something that you don't really see. I mean, we're so multicultural and multi. Like, there's so many different faiths right now. You which don't really is the blessing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you don't mm. really think of sectarianism within the dominant uh, the faith that existed then. But that was very much the reality of his time, the impact on his, his early life, mm-hmm. and then going through you know the changes in Australia as he goes through his career. So um, as a social history, I found it pretty interesting, I have to mm-hmm. say. And he's got such an easy style. Uh, something that I think Catherine, you were saying earlier that you mm-hmm. found, you know, he was he was quite a quite an interesting guy and like a fun book to almost read. Yeah, a really cracking good read and uh, his, um, his really visceral portraits of uh, personalities that, you know, I remember from the political scene are uh, absolutely hilarious. You know, people like Fred Nile, who is the leader of the... Um, <clears throat> Uh, I think Festival of Light is a kind of a religious bigot, really. But um, certainly uh, Mike Carlton didn't have any time for that particular fellow. So, um, yeah, I found them very amusing and um, and very uh, astute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so my, that was pretty much Mike Carlton when I thought of that. I think both of us read that in, in quite... Well, at least I'm still reading it. Um, the next book we've got is, as E said, The First Casualty by Peter Grester, who is another Australian journalist, a little bit different, um, maybe a little bit more than different. He is um, a foreign correspondent and he's, he's, he's worked for so many different um, you know, media outlets, including uh, BBC, the BBC and yeah, the CNN. Reuters. Yeah, Reuters, yeah. as he said, and also uh, I think Al Jazeera English. Well, Al Jazeera English, in fact, when he was arrested in 2013 mm. on uh, uh, spurious um, charges of... Uh, of, uh, in, I think, endangering the uh, Egyptian Inciting government. Inciting violence or something like that, uh, yeah. Totally trumped up charges. Yeah, and... No I th- pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Mike Carlton, actually, in one of his tweets um, for that Christmas when he was in prison, said, you know, <laughs> sent a link to Free Peter or something like that. So, yeah, Peter Grester's book... Um, I really, really enjoyed it. It's one of the ones that I listened to on the BorrowBox app and it was an experience. Again, I'd recommend to people uh, just because it, it's, it's so good to be able to listen to it as you're you know, commuting without having to haul the book around. Mm. Um, I really li- liked it for the... Use the e-resources, exactly. people. Mm, yes. I really liked it for this Best. grand overview it takes of... Um, not grand overview, but this overview it takes of like the state of journalism in terms of how journalists are threatened these days. The, mm. the idea where it used to be that journalists were considered in, as neutral observers and they were somewhat protected from conflicts, but now it's almost like because facts and the truth is itself questioned, mm. journalists have then been pulled into like conflicts to almost become participants where their their safety isn't guaranteed the way it used to. Mm. Um, and he, he really highlights that. And I think uh, last year's Sydney Writers' Festival, he actually gave a, um, a talk on the war on journalism. Um, and, you know, he is, he is really into that movement of trying to um, highlight the, the issues faced by journalists. I mean, mm. as, as That's Cap- the subtitle of his book, in fact, Nissa. Yeah, well, we were talking about mm. this earlier, right? The, um, one, of the, one of the copies of the Time magazine last yeah. year, uh, the person, what was it, Catherine? It was... Um, 2018. Yeah, look, in fact, um, yeah, we, we, we had a look at um, the magazine and person of the year was actually journalists and journalism... Mm. Uh, for journalists in particular, and um, um, you know, of course, there's been cause celeb with uh, Jamal uh, 
Khashoggi, yeah. Yeah. He was a Saudi journalist, of course, uh, last yeah. month, I think. It was several months ago. He was, uh, you know, uh, sort of the incidents that happened with him in Turkey. Mm. But, I mean, the good thing is I think that it, uh, this attention that's falling upon journalists means that there could be, um, there must be, you know, a change in the um, attitude of um, governments when journalists are reporting. Sure. So that, um, you know, it's, it's really come to world attention and, you know, they're being honoured in this way. Of course. I mean, mm. 52 journalists alone dying last year is, yeah. is in, the, in the, the line of action, I suppose, is such a concern. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, he, look, great um, investigative journalist. And then I think takes us to our third one, Seymour uh, Hersh, yep. reporter. Seymour Hersh, of course, uh, Catherine, you've read a lot more about him than I have. You could probably uh, give us some ideas, but I think Ian was the one who read the whole book. What did you yeah, think? Yeah, look, I mean, he's he's definitely got very interesting and controversial uh, opinions. This is a memoir yeah. uh, reporter, and I know uh, uh, he was saying that, you know, he's been reporting news in America for 50-odd years, so he's, um, you know, regarded as extremely ethical. Some of his views, you know, are quite interesting. Most, most recently I noticed on, uh, I think, um, uh, Network TV in America, he was talking about some of the policies of the present day uh, president and actually making some comments that seemed a bit out of character, in fact, and saying, look, listen, you know, some of the things that uh, Donald Trump is saying are mm. uh, perhaps making sense. But I know yeah, you, yeah. you've you've really um, got a bit of an overview yeah. about, you know, his reporting on the Milau massacre, mm. for mm. example, uh, American civil rights, notably, is where he started. He's and very interesting. Yeah, tell us uh, a bit more. Reporter. Hmm. He make his life um, by uh, speaking of unwanted, uh, unpleasant truths on most difficult issues uh, in American, which uh, very often um, contradicts with uh, official stories. And um, yeah, he's talking about Donald Trump. He's talking about, um, he said medium uh, and uh, estimate Donald Trump. He's not fool. He's manipulated everybody. And um, so he's talking about the journalism is um, compromise field, yeah. is, uh, is government vehicle, is served for certain people. And news is about uh, feelings, emotions. So if you like Donald Trump, I give you this news. If you don't, I give you another news. That's right. And yeah. um, mm -hmm. in his book, he didn't uh, use any uh, clear definition talking about journalism. He used a different stories to uh, define what is journalism like. Hmm. Um, he has the stories talking about the house burned down and um, the glass of uh, cops uh, wrapping in the white sheeting. He was horrified. He asked a lot of questions. He thought he got the top news. When he go back, report it. And he was asked about, uh, oh, my dear energetic Miss Hirsch, uh, do the poor unfortunate victims happen to be of the Negro persuasion? And he said yes. And he uh, uh, was asked to go back and um, chip it out. The news is then become five Negroes died in the fire last night on the southwest side without even a dress. So, um, and to him, Simon said, uh, journalism is compromised field, is self-censored. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and the government ma uh, memoir is full of untruth. That's his view. So that's why he, his book is really interesting. He told us a lot of backstory, how he get all the information around interview people, and he used this skill, persuade editor, to publish his news. I think you, and were, you were saying earlier that you thought he was more of a, in some ways, a historian yeah, than like, you know. Yeah, I start with the book, he's a serious uh, journalist or serious reporter. But when I finished his book, I found he's like, uh, more like a historian. And he record the, he gather all the information together and verify those information mm -hmm. and then record the history events. So to me, he is more like a historian. And certainly from yeah. the story that you just told us with the kind of language that was used back then in reporting, in some ways it has echoes of Mike Carlton. I think there's mm. only about a de ten, like a 10 years difference between them. Oh. The kind of language that was used back then that was acceptable, um, I mean, that wouldn't fly these mm. days, but uh, there are more subtle ways, I suppose, of doing that. But mm. yeah, that's really interesting, like the whole idea of censorship, as you said, yeah. which is something that has come through in several of the books he, that we've read. Yes, more hold a lot of the information, even now he said he couldn't write what he knew and uh, he can't use it mm -hmm. in fear of uh, betray his uh, uh, sources yeah and mm. he had a book in hand he can't tap he can't use a computer he mm. can't tap into you know just in case somebody steal that information yeah journalistic ethics is extremely important mm. and uh, as we were saying previously you know there's um, there's bloggers there's social media mm. there's a lot of conflicting um, information out there and I think, you know, it's been a real changing landscape, mm. which is why I think these historical um, takes on, mm. on journalism are really interesting, mm. you know, and leading up to Peter Grester. Well, it, it shows how it's evolved as well. That's one of yep. the important things. If you go through all the three books, you can see yeah. the evolution in some ways. I mean, mm. some of them are set in different countries, mm. but the evolution of journalism, how it's changed, events mm. like 9-11, how that had an impact. 24 hours news cycle I think we were talking about before in the same time article that we were looking at it mentions that in the Philippines um, Facebook um, is or social media well Facebook specifically is um, in some ways funded uh, by you know uh, as, as free it's so it's it's freely accessed so you don't have to pay any data charges on your phone so therefore for some people that's the only way they get the news so that's not objective though exactly mm, and that's these the raise some yeah. very interesting very questions that I think they yeah. all touch on including Seymour Hersh who's yeah. not a big fan of the 24 hours 24 hour news cycle as, as no you as know it, it's become see. like uh, you know journalists have become a, a bit of a slave and they're they're you know regarded as hacks to some degree just chasing that news cycle yeah. but I mean definitely these um, these journalists are in another league all together they're you know they're the top of their uh, of their field and I think with Peter Grester you know there's a couple of other books that are spin-offs of um, his first casualty and and one is freeing Peter mm -hmm. the story of his family which I found uh, really warm and, and interesting mm -hmm. it was a journal it was a diary mm -hmm. told from the point of view of the whole family so if you're really interested in uh, Peter Grester and that uh, fascinating story have a look at um, that book freeing Peter and then and there's another spin-off that we have at our library and that one is um, the emails and letters um, that were compiled into a book so the uh, the support network um, that gathered around uh, and that was worldwide that mm -hmm. gathered around Peter Grester so that's very encouraging to think 
that um, you know governments cannot just um, you know basically get away with with uh, these spurious charges and imprison people who are trying to do their job. Mm. So that was a really encouraging thing. So girls, what do you think? Summing up. Enjoyable reads? Yeah, look, I personally, I mean, On Air is great, I think, for social history, Australian media landscape. Um, Peter Grester's book, I think, again, really interesting for if you're interested in, like, the plight of journalists worldwide. Plus, also, it's an interesting peek in, like, what happens in a in an Egyptian prison if you're, like, a political um, prisoner, which I found uh, that was an interesting process too and, you know, the mechanics behind that. And then Seymour Hirsch, which I've only read a little bit of, but I've been told quite a bit of by <laughs> by E, who shared her thoughts on it. Um, mm-hmm. very it's very handsome. Yeah, very oh, readable yeah. as well. Full, yes, mm. full of old events, counts. Yeah. It's yeah. a very interesting book. So that's read. how I'd, I'd definitely summarise it. And Catherine, you've read all three, I think, haven't you, as well? Yeah. Uh, thank you, ladies, for describing those books so aptly. Um, Look, everybody, if you would like to find more episodes of um, Parapods, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. And we'd love to see you back here. So signing off from Catherine. See ya. (laughs) This is Nissa. And you. Okay, goodbye. Material presented in this podcast is for general information only. Any opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the guest speaker and do not necessarily represent the views of City of Parramatta Council. City of Parramatta Council is not responsible for any injury, loss or damage which you may directly or indirectly suffer in connection with this podcast.